Disclaimer, I do not own the rights to the song that's about to play. I am playing it at the beginning of the show to honor its writer and producer, Miss Janet Dubois. And with that, It's a Word podcast starts now. What's going on? Welcome to the It's a Word podcast. This is your host, Golden. How are you today? I'm glad you're here. You could be anywhere else right now. You could be listening to anybody else right now, but you're here with me, and I am so tickle pinked about it. Um, how's your week, sis? How was your week? How was your endeavors? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. My week was very productive, and um, I'm glad you're here. I want to also say a quick, you know, little quick, uh, what they call um, house, you know, maintenance. What's the word that they use this? Uh, housekeeping. There you go. Um, I apologize in advance. Um, the week is almost over. The girls are still home with me, given that it's, you know, no school week. So if you hear some, you know, rummaging in the background, a couple of cheers and cries, that's them. But, you know, I told them and I asked them with all of the humility in my heart to please contain themselves as much as they can because mommy's doing her thing so I am so I can be here with you I told you I was gonna be committed but I'm not gonna be here long because whoo my morning this morning I'm just coming back from an appointment with um my daughter um at the hospital not the hospital at the doctor's office and you know those if you're a parent I don't know if you're like me but when I have to do these things I have to be mentally prepared, emotionally fortified. I have to be, you know, physically up to par to withstand the cries and the gnashing of the teeth, especially, God forbid, it's something that has to do with withdrawing blood, which was the case today. So I was like, but I wasn't. I was not emotionally prepared. I was not mentally prepared. I had to just get up and go because I changed my appointment because I wasn't going to be able to do it this afternoon. But you know what? You're not here for that. You're not here because of my woes. You're not here for my parental woes. Um, you are here because it's time for us to have a word. 
It's time for us to have a word. And actually, it's the weekend powwow. Today's Friday. I'm glad that you made it through the week, sis. And entering the weekend in style and grace and poise. So um, just as I was done with the podcast in the beginning of this week on Tuesday, that afternoon, I found out and we got the news that Janet Dubois passed away and hence the um me playing the song from the Jefferson's theme song the iconic most memorable most renowned sitcom theme song moving on up that was written and produced by Miss Janet Dubois she was um you know she was she was an extraordinary another icon man we're really losing our greats she was an actress singer songwriter producer she was a dancer um she was like you know a triple quadruple you know five times the threat in the industry and you know she contributed a lot to the um, culture my favorite role from her was also she was playing grandma in the wayne's brothers sitcom she was great her and pops r.i.p john witherspoon were my favorite they were my favorite enemies so funny and um, it's really, truly a loss. So RIP to the great um, Janet Dubois. May she rest in peace. And, uh, you know, it was truly, um, it was truly sad news. She was found um, dead um, at her home. At the time of this recording, the reason for her passing is still unknown. And she was 74. So, you know, times like this really make you think, whew, you know, and... Um, Life is really, really important, really precious, really worth living. So that's that on that. RIP to Janet Dubois. <clears throat> now, um, you know, we're having the weekend powwow. And uh, I am um, I'm really excited about what's to come. As I was saying, my week was very productive. I am in the, um, in the throes of um, having a project. In, uh, getting a project up and up and going and it's it's exciting it's and it's um very nerve-wracking at the same time you know and whenever you put your mind to start something it's exciting as an idea but to actualize it it can be a little uncomfortable or sometimes you don't know where to start or sometimes you just you just like find yourself met with so much adversity and that adversity actually is what you do to you and I had you know and eventually I will let you know what it is but I was working on that and taking care of some things but what I want to talk about and like I said I'm going to keep this podcast very brief we're just going to have a quick discussion I was reading an article um about pertaining to incidentally because I'm talking about um taking on a project or taking on new ventures or getting started with certain things. Um, when we have ideas that we want to bring into fruition into our lives, what we find is that we realize that we have limiting beliefs about ourselves and that's when they manifest the most. You may think that you're the most confident per- person, which is a great thing and more power to you until you are met with having to, let's say, do something that's out of your comfort zone. Then you start questioning your your abilities or your um whether or not you're up to the task and we all face that so i was reading a car uh, an article called yeah 
So it's very important to be to have that level of self-awareness where you can recognize these limiting beliefs that sometimes we carry with us all the time. I mean, not sometimes. We generally carry that with us all the time because depending on the situation we face, then they, they, they reveal themselves. The article I was reading actually is called 25 Limiting Beliefs That Are Holding You Back From Your Own Success, right? I'll put, of course, the link in the show notes. I really encourage you to go read it because there's some interesting bullet points as to why we think the way we think, why certain thoughts come up or certain ideologies that we've had about ourselves, whether it's just, you know, it, whether it, it, it was with us since we were young or we developed over time or we experienced in our adulthood, these, they, it helps breaking it down, right? But what I want to do just to kind of like summarize, not to summarize the article, I want to share with you one of some of my limiting beliefs and maybe you can resonate they're really not complicated but i i liked it that article because it kind of reminded me that although i am on the journey the healing journey in certain aspects of my person and we will be talking about healing and the transforming of the mindset through that process called healing I have not really shaken a lot of the limiting beliefs, whether it's in small, if it's a small dose or whether it's something that I have a hard time overcoming because it's huge like a mountain. Limiting my limiting beliefs, they resurface depending on the situation. And when I was really happy about starting my plans and writing down my goals and looking at my to-do list and I was checking off some things off the list and I'm like, oh, I did that already and I checked it off. And once I realized that I was actually in the process of making my venture happen, I was like, oh my God, like once I put the pen down, the pencil down, then these thoughts started creeping in. So I'm gonna share with you a few of what, how I feel about my limiting beliefs and you know, of course, after this, if you feel like you resonate, feel free to send me an email. You can contact me anytime. It's a word podcast at gmail.com. One of them, of course, and I actually despise that one because I don't like to admit it, but I wouldn't be human if I didn't admit it, is what others might think. One of my limiting beliefs about myself is triggered by the idea of what someone else can think about what I'm doing. When I was younger, it was about what I'm wearing or if I'm not, you know, um, if I don't fit in enough. We've all experienced it. If you're out there and you're saying, well, I ain't got that problem. I know you lying. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie because I know you lying. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being facetious. But we all, exp- I, I, want to, I want to believe as a human, what other people think really matters because we are all concerned about having a sense of belonging and unfortunately that is not it's not it's not what happens it's not what happens i was just watching a video on instagram about a little boy and he was handicapped and we're still talking about bullying in 2020 in this day in this day and time we're still talking about bullying and how it affects children the little boy was handicapped he was just coming off of uh a bullying episode and he was crying to his mother his mother filmed her conversation with him and he was crying like so much pain and he was saying unfortunately he uttered the words i want to kill myself 
And the mother was saying, you see, this is why we have to nurture our children and we need to talk with them about the ramifications of bullying because this is what happens. Young children are thinking about taking their own lives because others make them feel out of place. Others make their quirks or their I don't want to use the word animalities, but things that are they don't recognize or they don't have an understanding for, they make them feel bad about it, hurt their feelings about it, it makes them ostracize them. When I was young, I went through, I was bullied, you know, I, I'm, it's, it's not, um, and I'm not just talking at school, <laughs> I'm not just talking at school, I was verbally bullied, even in my very family environment, and it scarred me, it scarred me, it took, a, it took and takes a lot of work to have built a sense of self and confidence and sometimes little tasks make me little doing little things sometimes I I find myself wondering ooh you know I wonder how it would be received by others that's why I'm so I'm so um I find it so important to talk about love of self self-awareness healing of yourself um big upping yourself because all of that worrying about what other people think and other people's voices drowns I'm going to speak in the person in from a personal standpoint it drowns your own voice and then your voice starts sounding like other people's voice so one of my limiting belief is that what would other people think and then it limits my ability to think for myself and it limits my ability to voice my own thoughts, my own ideas, my own perspectives. So that's one. Another one is, along that same vein, is my I question my abilities. Ability is predicated a lot on the amount of education that you have. Sometimes it's education, mainly it's from school. And I think maybe not so much in this day and time, thanks to social media and to the accessibility through the internet, but street smart or just smarts, natural talent is downplayed a lot as inability that can get you far. And so whenever I would be faced with doing something new, I never really automatically, I never was really thought that I could just get the information and learn how to do it. If I wasn't able to do it, like I would see somebody else do it naturally, then I would I would take it upon myself that I'm just not good at it, or I'm just I don't have the abil I don't have the ability to even learn it, and that's very crippling because everything can be learned. You might not be the best at something, but learning something gives you an ability or a certain level of skill to do anything you want. That's why I was saying the other day, I mean, at the other podcast, the in the previous podcast, hey, information is power. Knowledge of that knowledge is power and using that knowledge is power. Once you know, then you can just apply. Once you apply, then boom, you got the skill. Now it's going to be up on you to either build on that skill or say, "Nah, you know what? It's not for me." And that's okay too. So, I've learned to not judge me on my lack of ability. It's just a matter of learning it. And that was a limiting belief into wanting to start a business or going into a venture. If you want to do something, get some information on it and see if it, you know, if you fit the profile. And even if you do it for a short while, it's going to give you an extra 
um, something that you'll have under your belt that may, uh, 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 excuse me, something you'll have under your belt to use for something else. Number three, oh, the infamous failure, failure, failure. What if I fail? Oh, the infamous fear of failure. That's me, right? That's all me right here. That's all me. I don't know about you, but that's me. And you know what's funny about fear of failure? Sometimes I fear failing something that I didn't even start. <laughs> I didn't even start it. And I'm already worried about, ooh, it's going to go drown down the drain. It's going to get flushed down the toilet. It's going to be all trash. Throw the whole idea away because I'm going to fail. Well, now I recognize that failure is actually part of the learning process. They say, you know, it takes failure to succeed because then you'll know what not to do. And I accept it because the good thing about failure, it doesn't mean that it's the end. It just means you have to redirect. You have to trace. You just got to go back to the lab and figure it out. I have a I have a little bit more tolerance for the quote unquote idea of failure as a downfall. Failure is not a downfall, but growing up, and I know you're gonna find out I'm having a truth moment. You're gonna realize that a lot of as you've seen so far, and if you're if you're listening to me here, so far my pattern has been traced back to I say what when I was growing up, when I was younger. So when I was younger, growing up in a family, failure was not an option from a Caribbean family man. You come from a Caribbean family and, you know, you have the parents that have been working hard or parents who have been working really hard to break bread. They want you to either be a doctor and or a lawyer and or a nurse. And anything other than that, you better not talk about you're going to be an artist, you know, and stuff like that. Because that's not seen as a successful air quote life. And so anything other than that is failure and failure is downfall. Failure is not downfall. Failure is just another word for you need to adjust. You need to go back, to, you know, you need to like revisit the trajectory and just change course, right? So fear of failure is a, failure is a limiting belief. On the flip side of that, if you flip the coin, believe it or not, a fear, uh, a, a limiting belief of mine is fear of success. And I didn't even know that. I didn't even think you could fear. I'm like, how could anybody fear success? What does that What does that look like? Anybody, everybody would, you would think everybody would want to be successful. You'd think that everybody, you know, success, well, you know, that's one thing also. Success is associated with making a lot of money and or fame. The two fastest ideas about success is that. So to me, I'm thinking, well, I want to succeed. How come, why would I be afraid of it? I'm afraid of success because I'm afraid that once it's here, I'm not ready for it. And on and, and further down, I might lose the success, which is another form of failure. Losing the success that you have. Let's say you've worked yourself to being able to accomplish something or get yourself to a certain level in your life. And then you feel successful because you've achieved something. But then after that, you're like, wait a minute. What if you lose that? Which I guess I'm going to pair with the fear of loss. Losing is considered failure. Failure hinders you from wanting to pursue success. And then success, once you meet it, 
then you feel losing again. Oh, it's a vicious cycle. But it's a very, very, um, it's a very hindering um, ideology to want to do better for yourself. I know for me it has, and it is sometimes still. But I'm fighting back because I'm not having it. And I know you're not. There's just no way that you want to stay stuck into what you, where you are if you're not happy, right? But yeah, fear of success because once it's here of losing it, but also I just feel like, you know, you're not, it's like the whole, you know, am I really worthy of success? Like, you know, what, am I really ready for it? What if I don't know everything? Like you feel like, like I feel I have to know everything to where I'm going so that I know, you know, it's like, I need a plan. It's like, if it, if, it's, if you know anything about a Taurus, I don't like, I'm not, I don't mind spontaneity in some things, but I need to have a plan. I need to have a map. <laughs> I need to have a to-do list. I need to know where, what is the destination? Okay. What are the steps to go there? Don't, don't put a blindfold on me. That's, that's just, that triggers my anxiety. So I think that it's one of those limiting beliefs that I'm working on. And so far, I'm hoping you resonate with what I'm saying and that you can see it for yourself. Like, yeah, you know what? I I experienced that as well in some aspects of my life. Another thing that I I um, use as a limiting belief, which can be very real, but I, I, I keep as something that makes me miss out on the opportunity is the I ain't got it. I ain't got what? Money. (laughs) I do not like to not be, and that's a valid, valid um, concern. But if I don't have the capital to do something comfortably, I feel like not having money is a hindrance to wanting to pursue my dreams or wanting to start that business or starting that venture. And I'm here to tell you, I really snapped out of that very quickly because one thing I've learned and that I've heard a while back a couple of years ago is is that there are two things that you can use to get started on your either dreams, business, venture, you know, project, whatever. It's either you have the money or the time. If you don't have both, you definitely got one or the other. And what social media has done that I like is is that it's it helped even though it's a, it's a longer road because when you have money of course things can happen faster because you have the capital to access certain resources but the internet and not social media I apologize the internet has made it very much more easier today to access resources to do things and it took me a minute to register I'm like oh but if I ain't got and it's just just money it's just the whole spirit the mindset of lack I ain't got it. Well, I ain't got that. I ain't got, I don't think I got the time. Well, sometimes you might be like, I don't even think I got the time, which I think is one of my, it's, it's, it, I'm going to throw that right in there. I ain't got the money. I ain't got the time. I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got. I ain't smart. I ain't got the smarts. I ain't got the energy. I ain't got, but all of that stuff can be remedied. If you ain't got the smarts, go ahead and read. If you ain't got the energy, go on, take care of your health. If you ain't got the money, Uber. If you ain't got the time, you better make some time. And to eliminate the excuse from even getting yourself to the point where you really want to do what you set out to do. 
So in that, the fear of I ain't got the time, for instance, I'm going to lump in the whole wasting time. You know, a limiting belief of mine, and that goes back, oh, you guys are going to learn about my issues up in this podcast. <laughs> I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting my heart in my sleeve. Um, but part of the Time is My Friend podcast, that I, Time is Your Friend podcast that I had a while back, is I don't like the concept of wasting time, right? So if I feel like I would learn to learn to want to do something, one of the things that hinders me is the idea that, well, what if I'm doing something and it's not what I'm supposed to do? You know, it's not, it's not aligned with my purpose and it's not intrinsic with my value. It's not intrinsic. It's not centered with my, you know, all of these things that we tell ourselves just to really tell. All, at the end of the day, all these things are just reasons why we give ourselves excuses to not want to take a leap of faith and do and just live life and just just enjoy and just discover ourselves what limiting beliefs are beliefs are doing to us is that they are hindering us from discovering from discovering ourselves from seeing what we're made of and from trying to expand ourselves and what i want for you and i'm going to have to cut this podcast short guys i apologize and maybe i'm doing it at the wrong time but i'm like i'm staying committed i delivered the weekend power on friday and that's what i'm going to do but my girls are just giving me a run for my spirit right now and they're hungry so i'm not going to you know hashtag mom life hashtag get in hashtag mommy mode but what i want for you to consider this week this weekend part of me is this understand that this is the time for building a foundation of which you want to change the course of your life by allowing yourself to be. You want to allow your best self to come out, but to get to that best self, you're going to have to shed the parts of you that are keeping yourself in enclosed in your old ways, in the way you used to do things, in the way you used to think things, in the mindset of you are not good enough or you're not big enough or you're not smart enough. Unfortunately, today, because of the internet, of course, and I don't like to blame the internet, but because of the imagery and the messages that come through the internet, if you're not looking a certain way, if you're not thinking a certain way, you don't possess certain things, the message is sent that you're probably not up, like you can't play with us, you know, you can't sit with us, because you ain't got, and I'm here to tell you that's a fallacy. You as you are right now, right this second, you're very worthy of whatever it is that you envision for yourself, but it's going to take commitment. It's going to take you, not nobody else, to make the commitment to yourself to uplift yourself and break out of the things that are keeping you shelled up. Save yourself. Save. Ain't nobody coming. <laughs> you have to save yourself. Save yourself. You have to be the one to say, you know what? I'm breaking out of these shackles, these mental shackles of, of, of hindrances and of limits. And you know what, honey? It's a word. Break out of those limit, limiting beliefs. And it's not, and I'm just, I'm not just practice. I'm just not like pontificating. I'm not just telling you, telling you this. I'm doing it as well. I'm not just like, I'm preaching what I practice. And I'm telling you that it's in the long run going to make you way better. So that's the actionable in the weekend. Let us meditate and let us look at the things about ourselves that we want to free ourselves from. And that. It's a word.
And this was another episode of the It's a Word Podcast Weekend Powwow Edition. Sis, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your patience with me. I know there was a lot going on in the background, but I wanted to get it done and I did it and I did it for you. I hope you got value out of what I said and that you could use something to help you. And let me know if that's the case. Email me at isawordpodcast at gmail.com. Isawordpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. But until then, girl, enjoy your weekend. Live boldly, laugh hard, love harder, and I will talk to you soon. I love you. Peace.